Welcome to The Man Chair, where two guys debate their best of lists in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. Our co-hosts, Brian Page and Jason Rogers, are lifelong friends who grew up three houses apart. They won the childhood lottery, being kids in a small Midwest town playing sports from sunup to sundown before social media was a thing. So sit back in your man chair, go back in time to when life was more simple, and join us as we debate our best of lists each week. And be sure to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list or email us with suggestions for the next episode. Now on to the show. Jason, are you ready to debate the top five movies from the 1980s? I'm ready to do this. I have my top five lists sitting in front of me, sitting in my man chair, ready to go. All right, let's let's get after it. It's, there's a lot to talk about. This was before you know the days of you know the Netflix and the HBO series, and, and basically all the best actors and actresses and screenwriters, etc., who were focused on making movies. So you know the movie era in the 1980s was it was about as good as it gets. Uh, so as we always do, going to start with uh, on the outside looking in. Gotta gotta start with Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, you can't have a list or at least have a, you know, a group of movies from the eighties and not mention Robin Williams. The next one on my list is Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones, going after the Nazis, trying to beat him to the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, E.T., a Dead Poet Society, another Robin Williams classic. Rain Man, Tom Cruise, Destin Hoffman. And which, by the way, it's the only film to win both the Berlin International Film Festival's highest award and Academy Award for the best picture in the same year. Uh, this might be a little controversial because it didn't make my top five. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Frankly, any of the Star Wars trilogy could make the top five, but I felt there was one specifically that rose above the rest. More above that. More about that later. Uh, Die Hard, again, it make almost all my lists. I'm going to categorize that as a Christmas movie. Uh, Platoon, another one outside looking in. Yeah, I had um, Beverly Hills Cop, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> right outside of my top five. Oh, it's a uh, great one. A couple of John Hughes movies, 16 Candles, Weird Science. John Hughes was on fire in the 80s, but two of his movies that didn't make my top five. The Shining. Yeah. Uh, great Stephen King novel. Great movie. Outside of my top five, Bull Durham. Love Bull Durham. Maybe maybe one of my favorite baseball movies of all time. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, the first time I ever saw anything like that with cartoons interacting with live action actors. The Outsiders, Footloose, mm-hmm. The Lost Boys. Vampire movie. I love vampire movies. Lost Boys was out of my top five, though. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my list. Yeah, I just watched Beverly Hills Cop the other day. Yeah. Such yeah, a, Eddie such Murphy's a great. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and there was one more that uh, was on the outside looking in that I failed to bring up. Uh, Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, Robert De Niro. You know, how can you go, long, go wrong with those three greats yeah. depicting the real-life efforts of Elliot Ness bringing down Al Capone? Uh, the Untouchables. Uh, yeah. So anyway, all right, so my number five, is big. Analysts, three years. They do. Every day after school. So if you recall, uh, that is a Tom Hanks classic. Tom Hanks, arguably the greatest actor of all time. And he portrays 
uh, a, a person who, a child who at that time was close to our age. Um, so here we are watching this movie and we can, we can certainly relate to it. They're playing stickball in the, uh, in the street, just like we used to play wiffle ball in the street. Cars would go by, we'd have to hold the game. And, uh, and you know, anyway, you, you at times think about what it's like to grow up and be an adult and, and he does, he, he, he somehow, you know, magically becomes, uh, this adult and becomes an executive, uh, comic book illustrator. And, uh, you know, it, it, for me, you know, is one of those where you watched it and you, you enjoyed it, but then you, for whatever reason, like, I felt like I was mature enough to realize, you know, we got it pretty good as kids. Maybe I should kind of stick in the moment. Uh, so anyway, that was my number five. What about you, Jason? Uh, my number five, uh, 1985 Goonies. Uh, directed by Richard Donner. He, uh, he did the Lethal Weapon series and um, the Omen and Superman movies. Um, it's uh, Sean Astin and Josh Brolin. Um, Corey Feldman's in it. Story of, uh, what, four or five kids about our age when this movie came out. Yep. Going on an adventure trying to save their homes. They find the treasure map of One-Eyed Willie. And go <laughs> under, under... Yeah, they go into this... Uh, cave system underneath uh, their town in Oregon, get being chased by criminals. Um, it's a great adventure movie, and I mean, it was a seventy-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, and ninety-one from audience. Which a lot of my movies are going to be, have a higher rating from the audience because they're pretty nostalgic. To, they're not the greatest movies of all time, but they're they're fun movies for uh, a thirteen, fourteen-year-old Jason to watch in the eighties. So uh, Goonies number. Uh, number five on my list. My number four, I think, was higher up on your list. So we're going to skip my number okay. four. Uh, Jason, what was your four? Uh, my number four is Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman directed the film. He, uh, he actually directed Ghostbusters 2 and one of your favorite football movies, Draft Day. Um, it came out in 1984 with, uh, it was written by Reitman, Dan Aykroyd and Hale Ramis helped him write it. They actually started in it too with Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver. Uh, the, what I remember when I was a kid watching it was well, the special effects were out of this world. Yes, they for were a, for a 1984 movie when they show Slimer for the first time. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like that before on screen. And that's why I liked it so much. It had a 95 critic score on Rotten Tomato, 88% from the audience. Um, and actually in 2015, it was voted on by Congress to be preserved in the National Film Registry. Wow. So it's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be around forever. They came out with three sequels. Um, weren't as good as the original, which that's no. usually the case. Yeah. They had a, a great soundtrack with, I mean, everybody remembers the Ghostbusters theme song. No doubt. So, yeah, Ghostbusters was my number four. My number three is within that Star Wars trilogy that we were talking about. Uh, it's Return of the Jedi. And I realize, again, most prefer Empire Strikes Back, but I'm just I'm a sucker for happy endings. 
And, you know, for any listeners who are blurring the different episodes of the trilogy together, uh, Return of the Jedi was the one where it was it was just the epic cl- conclusion of all of them. Uh, Luke Skywalker and Lee and Han Solo, they they led the Rebel Alliance to defeat the Galactic Empire, um, <laughs> you know, in the twist with Skywalker and Darth Vader and Emperor uh, Palpatine at the end was uh, just an all time great. And uh, I think for me and, you know, like another reason it sticks out is. Uh, my mom made, uh, I was in like the second grade. I went to homeschool. So that'd be the second grade. And my mom made a, an Ewok costume. And so, you know, when you're in the second grade, you know, you're however tall, three foot tall, whatever. So, you know, I was walking around like a little Ewok all day, all day at school. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so, so that was my, I think maybe that's what uh, launched, launched Return of the Jedi to the top five for me. What was your number three, Jason? Yeah, I can't believe I don't have a Star Wars movie. And as much as I love that franchise, uh, my number three is uh, John Hughes' movie, The Breakfast Club. Mm. I, I'll watch this if it's on. If I'm playing through the channels and I see it at any point, I stop and usually watch the end of it. Came out in 1985. John Hughes. I mean, like I said, he was on fire in the 80s. But he Vacation, Mr. Mom, um, Pretty in Pink. He did uh, Christmas Vacation. And oh. in the nineties end up doing home alone. So when we do a top five Christmas movie list, Christmas vacation and home alone were from Absolutely. John Hughes. I mean, that's unreal. Um, has a uh, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, high school students, Saturday detention. And they're all from different cliques within the high school. And it just shows their afternoon of interacting um, 89% from the critics on Rotten Tomato with 92% uh, audience score. And in 2016, it was it was also preserved in the National Registry. That's some and, solid research. And uh, this, Don't You Forget About Me. The theme song from that movie. Yeah. And that went on to hit number one, too. So... Yeah, I have number three is Breakfast Club for me. That's a solid choice there. Hey there. If you're enjoying this episode, share it with your friends, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating. If you disagree with our list, then go to themanchair.com to get to our Facebook page, find this episode's post, and tell us what you would have ranked differently. Or email us topic suggestions to debate in the future. Once again, that's themanchair.com. Now back to the show. All right. My number two is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The blueprint for skipping school. It's the dream of every high school student. For those who don't remember, Matthew Broderick is Ferris Bueller. And he's a high school student. Always. He always will be. It doesn't matter what other role he plays. Uh, And he he decides, I'm going to skip school. Does it right. Uh, Just spends the day in Chicago uh, with his best friend and his, his girlfriend. And, uh, he had it all, man. The car, remember the 1961 Ferrari 250 yeah. GT California spider, uh, Chicago Cubs baseball. Uh, it was, it was my dream day. I lived that dream day, uh, with him in that movie countless times when I was a kid. What was your number two, Jason? My number two, I have top gun.
Good choice. Uh, yeah. 1986, uh, Tony Scott directed film. He did the Beverly Hills Cop movies we mentioned. Yeah. Um, has Tom Cruise as Maverick and Anthony Edwards as Goose, Val Kilmer as Iceman. I remember when I was a kid thinking Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer were so cool in that movie. And Anthony Edwards is funny. I mean, I love the movie. Um, came out, like I said, came out in 1986. Academy Award for the original song, Take My Breath Away. Remember that song? Mm, I do. Yeah. Uh, had a good soundtrack. Uh, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. That oh, song yeah. gets me pumped. I remember. I, I pumped up every time I hear that song. I do, too. I remember sticking the tape in my little portable cassette player. You know, remember yeah. those in the old days? Uh-huh. And, yep. Yeah, it had a 89 uh, critic score, 92 audience score, and 2006 National Film Registry. No, 2016 National Damn. Film Registry. I didn't even so, know there was a National Film Registry. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my number two film, Top Gun. So my number one is Rocky IV for, for a number of reasons. Um, first of all, I, if, if, you were, if you're our age and you were either an athlete, a wannabe athlete, a, whatever, you, I'm sure you listened to that soundtrack to get pumped up for whatever it must have been. I did a million times. I still go to the gym every once in a while and get that soundtrack on. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm on like, you know, the elliptical or, you know, I'm, or I'm on the, uh, yeah. the treadmill at like a slight incline speed walking and I'm in my own head. <laughs> I feel like I'm this beast, you know, but no, no, I've got sweat going down my, my prow, setting the, the speed walker at 3.2, whatever it is. But I, th- there's just something about like the, the patriotism behind that movie. It brings together all of the underdog greatness of all the Rockies and then folds it into a patriotic story against our arch nemesis. You can't, you can't beat that. Um, And I, and you know, at the end of the movie, the whole, the way the whole thing played out um, it, it just really, not only do we win, we have to win, but I love how it had this spirit of, even though we're better than you, right? We still want to come together. Now, I don't know if he would have had that speech if we would have lost. It's so much easier to say we all need to come get come yeah. together after you win. But but another reason that's here's how much I like this movie. Um, I'm only going to share the first half of this story for my own good. A, a friend of mine is is Russian, uh, so he moved here uh, for graduate school to get his actually his PhD, I believe. And um, it, we had him and his wife over for dinner, and. Uh, I decided that it would be a good idea to have a Rocky Four theme party. And and he had not seen Rocky Four, hadn't even heard of it. And the thing is, he actually looks just like Drago. I need to put the picture on our Facebook chair. If you go to themanchair.com, themanchair.com, I'll find the before picture. I'm not showing the after. So the before picture, I'm wearing my USA jersey. So we've got, you know, I've got the smoker going outside. We've got the theme song going in the beginning. Then we got the movie going. We're watching it. We're talking smack. But here's the best part. I decide I'm going to challenge the Russian to a vodka drinking contest. I buy a 1.75 liter of vodka. Two hours later, it's gone. It's gone. Matching each other shot for shot. Nobody else could drink out of it just for us. And, and the, the last thing I will tell you is that, um, you know, the night ended with him standing over me saying to my wife, 
<laughs> what was your number one, Jason? Oh my god. Okay. Um at number one I have Back to the Future. Uh, my favorite movie of all time. Classic. Uh, came out yeah, 1985. Michael J. Fox and Chris Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Crispin Glover. Um, had, I mean, like I said, it's my favorite movie of all time. Um, Michael J. Fox plays Marty McFly, kind of a dork in 1985. And uh, anyway, cool he ends dork. up. Huh? Kind oh, of yeah, he, cool. was, he was a cool dork. Yeah, um, yeah. But he ends up like, in a. It's not like he was latched onto the trucks going to school wearing rollerblades. <laughs> At least he was on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, anyway, through a series of mishaps, he ends up in a time machine in 1955, and he has to get back to the future. Um, it came out in 1985. Had a great soundtrack. Huey Lewis, um, "The Power of Love," was a theme song of the of the movie. Um, had a 93 percent. Critic score 94 audience score and was the DeLorean not the coolest car in the world after this movie came out was was in theaters. I I, I would the, love to own a DeLorean now. The DeLorean looks cool now. Yeah. And the flex capacitor 1.21 gigawatts, all kinds of little sayings from the movie. But Back to the Future, my number one movie of the 1980s. All right, Jason. So what are we going to do next? All right, let me hit the randomizer real quick. And we have best fast food restaurants. Oh, yeah. this is going to be a good one. Oh, this is this is another one. It's going to be really hard to narrow down. All right, listeners, you heard it. Best fast food restaurants. Be sure to go check the previous episodes we've released. We've got a lot of great ones, getting some great feedback. And uh, be sure to go to our website, themanchair.com, where it goes directly to our Facebook page and comment on what we got wrong. What would you add to our list? Uh, we want to hear from you and hopefully you'll reach out with suggestions. Uh, until next time, listeners, be well. Don't go just yet. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating and share it with your friends. We also welcome you to join in the discussion at themanchair.com. Once again, it's themanchair.com. The Man Chair is brought to you by Modern Husbands, where they share ideas to manage money and the home as a team. Subscribe to their newsletter for ideas at modernhusbands.com.